Happy Comic Book Day and welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book connected. We are John and Charlie Rivera, the co-founders of U.S. Comics and maybe the only thing over at DC that has not been canceled. Charlie, happy comic book day. Happy Comic Book Day to you and to everybody listening and watching today. As always, we are brought to you by Bad Mary Band and Sergeant Finesse Gaming. If you haven't done so already, please smash that like button and or follow button and hit the comment section like it stole your art and repurpose it for its own nefarious purposes. Ooh, boy, Charlie, I almost wish that we were going to talk about that today. Mm, all right, get back to me in about 20 minutes. But, Charlie... Yes. AI art, nefarious purposes notwithstanding. Um, there's some other shit going on in the comic book world. No, it's been a slow news week. Oh, man. Not since Wonder Woman first jumped into that invisible jet. Oh, yeah! Have intentions, plans, and the damn truth, for that matter, been any more clear or obvious to the naked eye charlie yeah what i almost uh, i almost stepped on our own thing what the walk is going on over at dc detective comics comics what is going on if Everyone's you ask me favorite star spangled underpants lady doesn't even know what's going on i am asking you i'm asking you i think what's happening is there's someone in charge. There's someone in charge going like, maybe let's not execute every game plan if we're taking a beat mm -hmm. to say, we got Aquaman 2, we got Shazam 2, we got Blue Beetle, we got Joker One. 2, we got The Batman 2. We got a bunch of shit they got coming some, out. Ne never mind all the stuff that's slated for dc television um which is not what it's called shit. but whatever the case might be you're talking about just big theater stuff as he's <clears throat> my poor little sick old brother just, just can die. can the can the good people watching and listening give this sucker some credit he is literally on death's bed um like m much like the the three little bears charlie is the little uh, goldilocks just going around from bed to bed he's like this one's too soft. Ooh, this one's too hard. Oh, this one's just right. And it's death's bed that he is laying down in right now. And he's doing I'm it like, for you good people. I'm like the me. Batgirl. I thought I was done. <laughs> and then they canceled my ass. No, what I think <laughs> is happening right now and what I'm talking about, theatrically, what they have either in the can finished. Yeah. Which or is, in... Like, nope. This is finished. Oh, I'm still throwing that away. So the I automatically have a problem with your premise. The only project in pre-production, because the Joker 2 has started filming. Yeah. So it's just the Batman. Like little that's fuzzy in pre-production. But it's about, there. it's about ready to go. You know, what, you know what, Charlie? I'm glad that you even mentioned the Batman 2. Well, before, before you take that ball and run with it, yeah. my point is the fact that DC is pumping their brakes and saying like, wait, what's the plan? Before we greenlight any more shit, before yeah. we rubber stamp anything as a go-ahead, 
let's take a minute. So what I think is happening, and then I'll kick it to you about the Batman, mm -hmm. is I think they're taking a beat to go like, all right, well, what do we want to accomplish? But about sure. about the Batman too, you were saying? Well, you know, it's, it's not it's not even that because what's happening now is that there's like little bits and pieces of game plan uh, being leaked out. But honestly, and as your as your um, as your little spot uh, image indicates, the the main news that really dropped is that Wonder Woman three ain't happening at least in the way that Patty Jenkins had envisioned so just a really quick recap for anyone who is not active on the pages or like scouring the websites like two losers like us um so patty jenkins she walks into the dc offices uh, under new management the big sign is just hanging in the window under new management come on in um she says okay kids here's my script for wonder woman 3 patty jenkins again famously directed the a phenomenal success that was Wonder Woman 1. Uh, she wrote and directed the woeful failure that was Wonder Woman 2. And here she comes in uh, once again. PJ got no pull. Ellis is right indeed in the comment section. Um, so she comes in, drops her script. And I'm presuming they collectively read it page by page by page. And apparently did not like what they saw. This is what's known of this. There is no debate. She wrote a script for her to uh, direct. This was going to be the third in the trilogy for Wonder Woman Gal Gadot. And um, it's not happening. Now, that's the point, Charlie. From that point on, everything else is rumor, uh, innuendo. Some people are saying one thing. Some people are saying exactly the other. So I wanted to kind of get into that. So, Charlie, let me ask you. As the, you know, as the... As the uh, um, the vanguard of news, uh, all, all things comic book related. Um, how did you initially hear that story? What was version 1.0 of Wonder Woman's not happening uh, come to you? Like, how did you hear it? The very first was uh, was an article on uh, comicbook.com saying mm -hmm. it's canceled. Rome is burning. They hate the script. They hate her. They kicked Gal Gadot. On her ass. How dare And then I did the she world's... She knows Krav Maga, bro. That would be a big, big time mistake. Then I literally did the least amount of research possible. I went to James Gunn's Twitter, and he was like, nah, shut up. Shut up, internet. You're wrong. <laughs> After that, what was awesome was Patty Jenkins put up a statement. She's like, I hate to do this, but like, here's what's being misreported. And what was great was James Gunn co-signed it. So there's so little actually known beyond them absolutely not greenlighting the yeah. script they were handed. Right, right, right. So, so, so just to, to kind of back it up, because you took yeah. it two, two, three steps forward. I was asking you what your first, uh, what the first Sorry. bit of news that I'm hit excited. You. So Char Charlie's very excited about apparently about Wonder Woman three not happening. Um, but yeah, well, Charlie I saw Wonder Woman two. <laughs> Charlie, I already have a Thor Love and Thunder. Listen, I don't need another disappointing sequel. Charlie, your affection for Wonder Woman could die. She's just going to roll up, steal somebody else's body, and jam you into that um, kind of like rapey scenario body. And she's going to make you love her again. Dude, don't don't get too comfortable in your sickness. Um, but yeah, Wonder Char Woman 2, really fucked up on even 
the lightest analysis. It it, uh, it it wasn't great. It was not her finest moment. Uh, I'm not talking about Wonder Woman. I'm talking about Patty's. Um, but that that all being said, so yes, Charlie is correct in that order of events. Initially, it was just reported. Nah, she walked into the offices, plunked down the script. They did not like it, and they gave it the axe. And then they, of course, um, automatically people were like, well, James Gunn must hate the face of this script and just threw it out the fucking window. So immediately people are thinking, Wonder Woman 3 is not happening. Meaning, Wonder Woman 3, not Patty Jenkins written and directed three, well, two, technically. This would be the second one that she did both roles for. Um, but Patty Jenkins is like, she's she's a boss. She's a queen. She 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 did monster. Like, she, she does amazing content. Now, granted, uh, I'm admittedly saying I did not, I was not a fan of Wonder Woman 2. It did not hit the same notes as the first one. Um, it was it for me very flat. a disappointment. It felt flat. And the worst part of it for me was you used some great talent. Kristen Wiig, Dynamite. The Mandalorian, for the God's sakes, was up in that joint and was kind of like wasted, in my personal yeah. opinion. But all those issues, you know, kind of being uh, brushed aside, just the, if the story had been dope, if the visuals had been fresh, like you even wasted the golden armor. Which, in my personal opinion, should be reserved for uh, Kingdom Come. But, but that all that all being said, almost immediately we heard a different version of the story, right? We heard no, no, no. Like an hour later. Yeah. So people immediately wanted to paint Patty Jenkins as not just uh, having done a bad job on two. They're like, she's the bad guy. She yeah, they said, hate her now. They they wanted to say, like, oh, see, this is why Rogue Squadron isn't happening. Oh, this is the attitude that she's putting out there. Oh, if you're not going to do it my way, then peace, I'm out. She dropped the mic and said, if you're not doing my script, I'm not going to be involved and just, like, peace out of the building. So now, being someone who believes what he reads, because I'm very smart, I'm like, oh, my God, Patty Jenkins is a dick. That really sucks, because I'm, 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 I'm a fan. A right? fan, yeah. Then Charlie, Funko Pop. like like Charlie, uh, you know, reiterated, two seconds later, seemingly, uh, James Gunn is like right out there. Patty Jenkins is like, yo, slow your roll for a second. Let me tell you what really happened. So the bottom line is this, because we could literally talk Wonder Woman the entire show. Um, there were just like multiple versions of the story, and if anyone here has at any point attended high school and hung out with some chatty bitches you know that the truth is somewhat just subjective people ultimately comic book geeks like ourselves are no exception to the rule ultimately we will believe the version of the story that sits uh it sits in our personal comfort zone if you if you want to for whatever reason have an issue with patty jenkins you're going to believe that version in which she's the big swinging bad dick if you don't like James Gunn material and you're like, here comes this uh, white bearded son of a bitch and he's going to undo and I'm a Snyder person and whatever the case might be and you want to say James Gunn is the bad guy, there's a version of this narrative in which you can be very, very comfortable. Um, or you can be somewhat like of a grounded person like yours truly and say, you know what? Ultimately, like everything else in life, life is gray, right? The truth is probably somewhere in the middle. I would love to have been a fly on the wall for that fucking meeting. 
uh, and said, oh, oh, I wanted to be that meme where I'd be like, oh, like somebody just, somebody just snapped somebody else real hard. You're like, oh, they killed you. Oh, you're going to take that ish. Um, I would love to have been there, but unfortunately, those are closed doors. So, so Charlie, let me ask you this, because obviously you're very well uh, attuned to all of the options, right? Like in a multiple choice test, you, yeah. you're, you're, you're A through D. Like, I always go through C. Hmm, let's, <laughs> Can't be wrong. So, so let me ask you, so what would your fill in the, the circle completely C answer be? Like, what do you think really, really happened with that entire uh, kind of situation? What I think is we finally have a leader in James Gunn who is my dream scenario because I like when creators create. Even when I don't like what they make, I like when someone's vision is looked at. Someone says, this is a good idea. Let's roll with it. So I think what some people would say, like like the Snyderverse. No, not like the Snyderverse because the Snyderverse was not a good idea. I want color in my comic book movies. So what I think happened was James Gunn is enough of a creative guy that he read this script and said, this can't be cut up. This, this isn't a rewrite scenario. We don't like the direction. We don't like the ideas. This isn't going to fit into a larger narrative. So what I think finally happened is we have someone at DC saying, let's not just add 50 writers like we do with so many movies that preceded this. Yeah, the, the suits love to bring in like a team of writers. Instead of fixing something that doesn't work, they said, this isn't it. So what I suspect happened was that Patty Jenkins said, well, then let's add writers. Let's tweak it. What oh, you don't you she, like? You think she I suspect, was willing to hand over the Well, one thing typewriter? we now know is true is she chose to delay working on Rogue Squadron to instead focus on Wonder Woman 3. So there's something about this story she must love. Yeah. Or you, know, or you can be in that place where you're like, look, I am so pot committed already that even true. if my cards are not ideally how I would, you know, kind of play this hand, I got to play this hand right now. So it's, it's very possible. Again, I'm not speaking from any sense of uh, knowledge. This is purely my fly on this the is wall speculation, yeah. level. Like, but that but that makes sense. Like, A lot of times when you have to do some detective work with this stuff and Batman's not around because he's got 72 kids to take care of, um, Batman is like the Nick Cannon of comic book characters. Can we just kind of put that out there and, and put our, put our uh, stamp on it right away? Because... Uh, I'm not Don't sure. Don't give any ideas. I'm not He'll sure if anyone crime and shit. has made that illusion before, but he's Nick Cannon. He definitely has diamond slippers and has dated Mariah Carey, so I think we're uh, moving in the right direction there. But I, I yeah, think I, what's I think important that that's what the case is, bro. I really is. Do. I think this is what happens though when you have two creative people who are passionate about their work. The way James Gunn has given us insight to his mind just by being on Twitter has been amazing because he has corrected so many bad stories yeah. about now, what's going on at DC. Are you sure that it was the, the actual James Gunn? Because nowadays could be look, a secretary. You got a few bucks in your pocket. Not even that you can put up a fake James Gunn just account pretty, pretty, pretty real quick. Uh, if it, if it is AI James Gunn, I love him. None the, all the same rather. <laughs> I might love him more. So, so let me ask you this, Charlie. So obviously again, clearly we know two things for a fact that Wonder Woman 3, as originally conceived of and planned for 
by Patty Jenkins is not happening. Ah, uh-uh. ah, get out of here. We know that for a fact. Um, and we know that for a fact, we don't fucking know what the truth is of the situation. We don't know how it played out. We don't know who actually dropped the axe. My, uh, you did not ask, but I will tell you anyway. I think that the truth of the matter, like I said before, shades of gray. I think that James Gunn told the ultimate powers that be like the, the people or AI that, that writes the checks, uh, kind of what that vision was. And then they received collectively a piece of a puzzle that didn't fit. And they said, well, you want, you said you wanted to do this. This is something different. Nope. I, and I just read somewhere. Discarded it. It's unconfirmed, but I read somewhere that just starting production Day one cost was thirty million. Well, what I were they gonna that... do? Burn twenty nine million dollars in cash? Well, like, that's I, the dumbest thing I've ever I, heard. I think the way that Patty Jenkins' contract is, and Gail Godot, is that they're like startup cost for part three was twenty and ten, respectively. So that was like a day one cost. So the spec, the speculation about Warner Brothers not wanting to burn money, was like, well, if this isn't, it lends itself to your theory. Because if this isn't going to be the future, well, then why are we doing a pit stop? Or if it's not built, if it's not going to be part of. So ultimately, like you can go out and you can buy someplace, I'm sure, the the Thanos saga, right? Like all the movies that kind of contributed yeah. to that over. They sold it a few times. Story. Well, but you bought it a few times, so you would know best. Um, they put it in Tony's suitcase. I had to buy it. In, in I the needed red, it. In the, in the little tiny city, like, worst Iron Man movie, best Iron Man suit. Um, but but ultimately, I think that if they if they did not feel that Wonder Woman 3 would be part of this group story that they're trying to tell at the same time, then it just, again, it's a puzzle piece that doesn't work. That's not to say that Patty Jenkins will not have an opportunity to tell the specific Wonder Woman story that she had in mind. And also, fans out there, I want to—I don't want to mess up anybody's sleep. That doesn't mean that Wonder Woman 3 hashtag is not happening. It's Stan, just, it may it's going to be okay. Stan is very upset that he was not in on this conversation. I could tell you this uh, with, with uh, accuracy. Um, but that doesn't mean that there's not going to be a Wonder Woman 3 movie that we get out there. It's just likely, we know for sure it's not going to be written by Patty Jenkins. Most likely not going to be directed by Patty Jenkins. But we'll continue the story as Gal Gadot, Charlie. <clears throat> Gal Gadot. Um, as, what, as, I, what I call her? Gail. Gal Gadot. Gail um, Gadot. But, but, um, but that doesn't mean that, like, that, that story's not going to play out. So any, any of the fans out there... Let's let's take a well. A little it's break. so easy right now to think Rome is burning, right? Because we want the story to be as sexy as possible. Now, so yeah, because now, there's, like, there's James Gunn showed who up are and he was on the Roman version of like a fucking fire truck. He's got the buckets. He's got the big like oversized shoes that the Three Stooges wore whenever there was a fire to be put out. Like, why would people be panicked now? Because John, certain projects aren't happening. Are, they you threw are away Batgirl, and it was done. John, what did people think that was going to happen? Smooth sailing. John, you are aware that one of our contributors to U.S. Comics, the very talented, ever-present Ellis. Is the exact sort of naysayer fan 
That would absolutely be like, See? I'm fucking sick of everybody being happy about James Gunn. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm going to have this to respectfully... This motherfucker in this chat, look <laughs> at it. He said, yeah, Wonder Woman 84 is fine. Motherfucker. No, it's not, Ellis. You liar. <laughs> Just to be very clear, he didn't say what it was fine for. Like, if he wanted to say, Touché. Hey, uh, Wonder Woman 84 is fine, dot, dot, dot. For using the disc as a coaster for your lovely hot Christmas beverage. You don't know that's what he meant. But that Ellis being can't said, be trusted when Gal Gadot's involved. <laughs> that's valid. But that being said, Charlie, I was actually a little bit more taken aback with the activities behind DC's closed doors with the the Charlie, how did fucking Black Adam go? They can't Not even great. clearly say no. They can't even clearly say if it made money or if it's a loss leader or what the fuck. On one hand, you have DC crying absolute poverty about it, saying, "Oh no, we're gonna lose our shirts because of Black Adam." Mm, Black Adam, -er. and then you have our, our boy, The Rock, Rocky Johnson, talking about like, "Oh, we're making, we're we're banking forty-five. 50 million dollars in profits now charlie that's not a situation of like um she didn't break up with me i broke up with her this is a question of like we broke up now nah, we didn't motherfucker we're married what are you talking about those are so galactically different uh uh facts of the exact same thing that at that that point then it, it's no longer a gray zone the movie lost money or the movie's making money like it's it can't it can't be both what the hell well to be fair there's still warner brothers i think it's warner brothers that claims lord warner of the rings brothers didn't discovery. make money somehow stop it like these pieces of shit in hollywood stop stop are it. constantly ellis even, again even the the he and the i Leonard disagree on a lot Nimoy. hollywood accounting <laughs> um the Leonard Nimoy fucking Hobbit movie grossed millions of dollars somehow uh, in 2022. Like, that's impossible. Let's not get crazy. Um, I believe more that Legolas appeared in every goddamn LOTR adventure more than uh, that movie not making money. That's horseshit. So um, it's, it, does, it does come it's down just ridiculous. to... Uh, yeah, yeah, my question ultimately, Charlie, is... Um, and, and I say this respectfully from one black belt bullshit artist to another charlie i'm asking you how can they tell us two totally different things and not expect a manic reaction or and this might be the uh this might be the uh, um the nihilist in me coming out or is that what they want 100%. because ultimately nobody is we're not ignoring Black Adam because to me, Black Adam was kind of a meh movie. Not terrible, but not great. Another in a long line of DC and meh. How many meh movies do we talk about? And then ultimately, again, also as well as if Wonder Woman 3 was going to end up being a meh movie, we would have been in that same situation. We would have not been talking about it very much other than the initial meh. However, with uh, um with strife comes attention and and we are sure as shit paying attention right now so i'm a, again you you are the black belt third degree uh so i don't know am i do you, do you think 100 there's a mustache bro, twirling going they on there? need to they need to distract 
from the positive attention Marvel's getting. They are the kid in school who didn't do their homework. Just they don't know the all answer. the pretty girls' pigtails back. You're gonna they pay are, attention to me. They are gonna get attention one way or another, and they know that James Gunn likes to tweet. And I'm sure they're like, James, just correct everything you see that's wrong. It's Twitter. How many? James Gunn works 23 hours a day correcting people on Twitter. <laughs> he's he's going to sprain a thumb being on that phone so much. But look, ultimately, again, I think that at the end of the day, Charlie, our third degree bullshit artist, has hit the nail on the head in agreeing with me. Um, because I also think that ultimately they are they are loving the chaos right now. They are loving the hubbub, the rigmarole. Um, they're they're loving it because it means that ultimately we're talking DC when artistically they haven't really given us all that much. They got the to number one segment except for, on U.S. comics today. You know that that means they did something. their job. Somebody's gonna be talking about that in the uh, the big boardroom tomorrow. But look, if anybody tells you that for one reason or another that this was not done intentionally, either one lie or another lie or swirling the bullshit masses was not done intentionally. Charlie, that motherfucker is one thing and one thing only. Ellis, cover your ears because just like George Toy Boy Lucas, that son of a bitch is a goddamn liar because Han shot, shot first. first. Charlie has got pill form Han shot, which is a first for me, but put him up anyway. Clanky! Salute. Oh! Ooh, gotta love that Look graphic. at that! Love Ellis! Ellis art! Ellis coming through. Love it. Love it. Do you think he cried a little when making that art? Um, you know what? With that naysayer mentality? Nah, I don't think so. I Fair enough. So. Fair enough. The new Han anyway. Shot First graphic Love it. will be available as a sticker for charity early 2023. So if you want your George Lucas Han Shot First sticker, it's coming soon, baby. And you know it's true. You know it's true. Girl, Anyways. you know it's true. So, Charlie, ooh, what the hell ooh. else is going on, man? You know what? I decided to choose violence because once again... Yeah. Charlie, like, I'm not feeling good. Goddamn queen up in here. I'm rocking a fever. I'm all goddamn delirious. And John, delirious. I am fucking pissed. Because there's theft on the street. Disguising itself. Charlie don't like that. As, uh, don't, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining, you sons of bitches. Can I both? Have you seen every other fucking nerd, their new profile picture? Huh? Have you seen them as a knight of the round table? Because AI art is taking the goddamn world by storm. But that storm is criminal. John, let's talk AI art, dude. Um, last week and the week before, but really last week, there were a bunch of websites and a bunch of apps that popped up yeah. promising spectacular art made by a robot. I got excited because I was like, bro, Ed 209 hasn't worked in years. 
right? He starred you, you in RoboCop. Ed 209, just like no finger having giant uh, machine gun, like, mm, I don't get the eyes right. Uh, John, that is what I imagined. Because when <laughs> someone told me AI art, I said, that shit's going to be sick. Ed 209, C-3PO, sitting in a corner, working with some Earls. But no, John, what AI art actually has been doing, <coughs> beyond, up a lung. Oh. beyond making some of the absolute soulless seven-fingered art I've ever seen, mm. John, it's theft. These AI programs on even the smallest amount of research, what they're doing is they're taking art from people like Ellis. That exist, exactly. Who exactly like Ellis. has it up on, and, and on maybe Instagram. And what they're doing is they're remixing them like they're fucking P. Diddy in the 90s. Ep, ep, but they're Ellis. not paying anyone. They're not crediting the real artists. What these programs do is they take not famous art. That's the fucking real thing. Before I kick yeah, it to you about yeah. your initial impressions. And, and and that's that's how you know it's like intentionally uh, uh, malevolent. I, I can't help but notice none of this AI art looks like Minnie or Mickey. There's a surprising lack of people as Disney prince and princesses. Yeah, there's, there's no, no there's motherfuckers no looking like Moana. Yeah. There's no... Aladdin's Ellis doesn't have a digital him all bare chested like he was fucking Prince Ali. Instead, what they're doing is they're robbing from people like Stan. They're robbing from people like you. They're robbing from people like Ellis. If I was more talented, they'd probably steal from me. But luckily, my art sucks balls. John, AI art. You start seeing these profile pictures and whatnot hop up. Yeah. What was your initial thought? Well, well, let me just say this real quick first, because this is um, notoriously one of those topics, and and I'm going to be notorious. He uh, is. Uh, he uh. is. Damn, Charlie. Charlie got that P Diddy on the brain now. Um, look, the the truth of the matter is that when stories like this come up, immediately, if you have partaken as a as a consumer, if you have partaken in something, um. You become defensive of it. I didn't steal anything. No, 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 no. So any of those individuals out there, and I know half of them, uh, the people who went out there and they they paid their good money, Charlie. This was not given to them for free. This, this shit, a lot of it isn't free. They, no, no, Charlie, none of it is free. None of it is free. If you want uh, to take the labels off and stuff like that, if you want to use these programs, you want 80 goofy AI pictures to pick from, you want a new profile pic, more God bless you. More power to you. You did not knowingly, and that's the important uh, phrase. Yeah. You did not knowingly do anything wrong. However, you weren't an asshole on day one. You now you can't. You can never unknow something. So this type of topic is important because now you know where that in your mind AI generated profile picture came from, or just a piece of art came from, um, was stolen. Though you pay, Charlie, if you go to a pawn shop and you buy a Rolex, a Rolex for fifty bucks, and then t two weeks later they're like, "Hey, that Rolex you bought was stolen. Uh, I'm gonna need that back." Like, yeah, what, what recourse do you have? None. 
None, right? That that's that happened, right? A crime occurred, and that's honestly what's happening here. Um, the fact of the matter is that so much of the original art has become unrecognizable at this point because it has put through uh, has been put through filters and it's been tacked on each other. That's why sometimes you'll get a picture that has two heads on it, right? That's how sometimes, like you mentioned before, you get a few too many Almost thingies. Uh, and you're like, well, uh, if I played the flute, that'd be great. But considering that I don't, uh, it's a good thing that I have 92 choices to pick from. Look, the, the consumer, the end user is not uh, guilty here. Now you know, though. So if you continue to give these uh, thieves money, then then I think uh, maybe you have some answering to do. And ultimately, what's really sad is that some people still won't care. Like, I want my cutie uh, a profile pic or everybody else is doing it like I see a lot of that going on again you didn't do anything wrong at that point but it's important that you know now where your farm to table stuff comes from I think that's very very important well it becomes it becomes a testament to who you are right once you know that something is fucked up you can't you can't unknow it you, can't you it. get to then make a decision so there's two types of pieces of shit in the world, right? So I have at least the, three or four, but yeah, well, it all depends in regards on to art, what's going in the tum tum. So this logo, our very successful logo designed by Ellis, dreamt job, up Ellis. by me, dreamt up by me, designed by me, perfected by Ellis, artistically rendered by Ellis. This design has already been stolen. You're kidding me. I have had to take down t-shirt sites and print sites. It's been quite the bitch. Now, what I did to work wow. around it is if you look at any advertisements for any of the campaigns, I was doing a Toys wow. for Tots fundraiser, raised over $1,600. My man. We did, did the Lord's work with some patches. Good job, kid. What I had to do was I had to watermark the shit out of it. If you look at any of my ads, there's little logos all over it. Right. Because... It made it easier for me to find people stealing the shit. They're not tracing it. Other people traced it to do bad versions of it. I had to request for it to be taken down. Now, the argument I get into with people wow. is like, well, clearly that's inspired by the no-go symbol. Right. I work with a group that has Sony's permission to remix it. I dedicate a lot of hours, sometimes doing shit I don't like, to have the privilege to do the shit I do like. I bring that up because if someone stole that design, my design, Ellis's art. He donated his time, energy, and talent to help kids. He did right? it for the exposure. Someone steals that to make money. They're obviously a piece of shit. Someone does a design like it to make money. It's a little bit less of a piece of shit than the straight yeah. up thief. Yeah. But barely. Like then there are people who stumble upon it and use it as a profile picture. Not a piece of shit. Nah. But then if I see it and I go, hey, man, can you credit my group? They then have the choice to do it or to be a piece of shit. Right. So if you're using AI art and you do not know how it's made, I'm telling you it's likely stolen art. No, it's, it's, it's definitely stolen art. Definitely. So now, what you should do is embrace... How dare you, Ellis? Oh, Ellis. 
I love you. <clears throat> what you should do is you should embrace the fact that you really want a profile picture done in a cool style. And if that's the case, go on Fiverr, save up your ducats, and get a real artist to do it. Well, yeah, but I mean, that would be more meaningful. Now, what's interesting to me, Charlie, in the whole thing is that people kind of like people latched onto the the uh, the concept of like oh a computer drew this for me which is which could not be it's very more, romantic it, is it is it the really terminator because if the terminator had a paintbrush that would Charlie, be badass yeah but honestly we don't have terminators bro we've got roombas if I said to you, oh, look at the picture my Roomba drew for me, it would look circles, like... circles, I believe Charlie, it. it wouldn't even be as impressive as the Nazca fucking uh, lines that we got going on. Like, it would be a disaster. It would be like that kindergarten art that comes home. Not even macaroni art. Like, left-handed, like, mm, you might be right-handed. That level of, like, terrible art, if it was true. Because, ultimately, like, we have to know... That we're not at that stage right now. You know what's funny to me too? There, there was a um, a very recent trend, any uh, trend, and even kind of like recently, I've, I've noticed it. We're like, oh, we told AI to write um, another episode of Star Trek, and it is like, yeah. it's it's and it's uh, amazing, it's hilarious, but in that sense of like, look, AI doesn't get it yet. So yeah. for, for us to think collectively, and I fell for it too. I was like, oh shit, there'd be some motherfuckers out of a job. Um, for us to think that it had taken this, this ginormous leap from not really understanding why the Honeymooners wasn't a, a story about an abusive, a physically abusive relationship where the wife gets literally punched to the moon um, as opposed to like, you know, uh, um, you know uh, satire. Um, that we thought that all of a sudden it can become Michelangelo overnight. Like the most impressive thing about Michelangelo is not that he was an Italian Renaissance painter, it's that he was a turtle. He was a turtle producing this amazing art. Um, yeah, a it's, sculptor, it's, no less. It's, it's all about all of it. But but I just want to share this really quickly, and then I'll please do. I'll give you the mic back to wrap up your uh, your topic. So another friend of the show, Juliana, um, she actually had posted. She shared, I should say. A post from uh, another, not not prospectively affected artist, a straight up artist that was stolen from. So I just want to read um, what this uh, artist name. Her name, the artist in question, is Kelly McKiernan. And apologies if I'm mispronouncing, but again, Juliana shared it, uh, so we'll we'll just blame her. She she can take it. Um, what a time to be an artist, huh? Rolls up sleeves. Okay, darlings, I've got a platform and I'm using it. If you haven't been following my stories. My art has been trained on by AI without my consent. Stopping here. The terms without my consent should give shivers down the spine of any red-blooded American who hears that. But uh, that, that being said, without my consent or compensation, which to me is a little bit more offensive. For some reason, I was one of the first 400 artists stable def- I said I wasn't going to say it, but I said it anyway. Stable Diffusion Tech Bros chose to train their databases with. At first, it was exciting and surreal. Now it's nauseating and devaluing. I've since discovered nearly all of my artwork shared online since 2010. Uh, have uh, through I have been trained.com. That's the website that she put her stuff up. Um, 
I've been shown my own art regurgitated into quote unquote new artwork. All I see is Uncali Valley, to be honest. I'm credited along with the legendary uh, at Yosetaka Amano on the Wikipedia page for AI art as a style prompt. This is what Charlie most egregious to me. That's like, the most to, fucked up thing. To, to, no pun intended, to paint something as being something that it's not. And what it actually is, is just straight up theft, non Comp- uh, no, no compensation involved is is just stealing. You're you're taking it now. The mess, the most messed up part about it, Charlie, is that legally speaking, these douchebags are not doing anything illegal, right? If I put something out there and they're like, "Whip," you didn't say no one could use it, and then they just take it and they use it themselves. Legally speaking, not morally. Morally, we know it's repugnant. But legally speaking, they're not doing anything fucking wrong. Um, so she requests her name. Uh, uh, she met with met with them. She requests the name removed. Uh, and um, look, there are people out there pr- profiting from those images. Uh, and there, are, what's messed up is that there are people that would be willing to pay. Can you imagine going to Artist Alley at Comic-Con? The next time you go to come and say, hey, draw this picture for me, amazing comic book artist that lives off of this profession. And then they say, oh, it's finished. Here you go. And you say, thanks. And you grab it and you don't pay. What's that called? Because that's what they're doing here. It's messed you know up. The- There's no justification for it. I don't care if it's not illegal it, it fucking will be and it should be and it's morally wrong here's the most fucked up part to me like any other crime because this is fucked up should be illegal what happens is then there are other be. then there are other dumber pieces of shit that also steal because now these people are generating art Ghostbusters Renaissance. So it's the Ghostbusters in fluffy collars. Mm-hmm. These pieces of shit are trying to buy tables at Artist Alley to then sell prints. So they spend eight bucks to get a to get something made, and then they're gonna sell those prints for twenty bucks. Dude, I bought is, you a beautiful piece of art from from boring. Chris Uminga. Chris Uminga, I got a commissioned piece for you. Costs an arm and a fucking leg because he's worth it. That means something. That commission piece means something. When I don't have the sort of money to to buy such a thing, I would buy one of his prints. So he makes amazing art of fucking Raphael the Ninja Turtle. And we both an artist. Now. Exactly. I buy the print for 20 bucks. It's yours. Chris gets paid. I got a beautiful print. I throw it in a frame. Right? Jessica, a few years ago, paid our Ellis. Make this for me. This wasn't cheap because it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. There's no... Right. You paid what it's worth. Look at at my fingers. That's the right number. Look at that beard looking tight and crisp. (laughs) The stylization of it, the skill that Ellis developed over years and years... Mm -hmm. Or what gets paid for. If I photocopied that and sold prints, I'm a piece of shit. AI art is a blight on the nerd culture right now. It is going to be a disgrace 
to see an artist alley, and I have friends. Dude, I they, have people I look up to. They are going have... to get run out of town because they are surrounded. That's like stealing stealing fish from a from a you know a, a biblical era fisherman that was out there all damn day stealing that fish on a Tuesday, and then showing up at the fish market to sell said fish on a Wednesday. That is absolutely unbelievably ballsy in the worst possible way but i just want to say this as as kind of please time do expires. um guillermo del toro you know him you love him you Apparently ain't gonna pinocchio is him. fucking amazing he puts out pinocchio stop motion like a boss but uh more people probably know him from like pan's labyrinth shape of water things like that um, but that all that all being said was actually speaking about the painstaking process of stop motion photography and movie making. Um, but uh, the um, was asked about like, well, what about like, you know, AI intelligence to, to like kind of generate some of this stuff? And he says, this is a quote from Del Toro. And if you, you don't want to take this guy um, for for being an expert in the realm of art, you just don't really know what you're talking about. Um, so he says, um, I think that art is an expression of the soul at its best. It is encompassing everything you are. Therefore, I consume and love art made by humans. I'm completely moved by that. I'm not interested in an illustration made by machines and the extrapolation of information. I would think it is, as uh, uh, Miyazaka says, an insult to life itself. So whether you're talking about the moral kind of like uh, uh, gray zones, if you're talking about compensation, I don't have the money to have a, a custom piece made for me, much less 90 of them for six bucks. If I don't have the wherewithal to find out like who generated the original art that something was inspired by, fine, fine. You got a soul. Everyone admits they have a soul. It's not just James Brown. We all got soul. I straight up stole that from Bedazzled. But um, look, Guillermo del Toro said it. The brothers Rivera said it. And what's more important than that? Um, if you're okay with just like soulless, heartless, manufactured bullshit art, um you probably don't need art in your life anyway because that's that's not what art is about much less stealing from hard-working talented individuals um so that that's really all i got to say about it and we all know if you're gonna steal steal from heartless corporations <laughs> steal from people selling you fake lots of land oh. and claiming you could be a lord or lady charlie is hateful of this lord and la lady I uh, don't like fuckers. that I was misled because I spent upwards of $10 making all oh. of the lovely people watching lords, ladies, and lads, and it turns out it was fucking bullshit. They only planted like six fucking trees. But that's why, John, I refuse to sell out like these other fucking podcasts. Damn no, because today straight. we are once again proudly brought to you by one of our favorite bands, and that, of course, is Bad Mary, you heard them during the intro. You're going to hear them again at the end of the show. If you're wondering where else you can catch their act, you can follow them over at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at BadMary.com for merch and upcoming performances. But my favorite part, their entire discography, including their brand new 
Christmas LP that you're going to hear a track from at the very end of this episode available across all music streaming services. Hell yeah. You know what, what my favorite thing about Bad Mary Charlie is this as you're coughing up a lung. The other lung is coming out now. Uh, Bad Mary has amazing originals. Some of the best that I have heard. But they also do covers. You know what they don't do? Claim the covers as their own. They say, we're covering this band that originally made this tune popular. Here's our version of it. Got no problem with that whatsoever. But it also does beg the question, where are we dropping? The answer's with Sergeant Finest. You can find him gaming on Facebook right damn now. Multiple streams every day. Outstanding video game content. Supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today um but look the sarge puts out content on a daily basis it is new it is fresh and it is ultimately his certainly we try to do the same i'm gonna put something out there right now because anytime something happens in the world if it if it raises your hackles about you know kind of like injustice being what it is uh that's all well and good but sometimes you got to take a look within so i'm gonna charlie and i didn't talk about this um, our uh, podcast episode art, I uh, I put together using multiple sources that are out there in the world. Um, I almost never I try to make it a point every single week that it's clearly satire, right? So we can refer to things in the world, artistically speaking. You can satirize anything and not have to have compensation being put out there. Um, so I try to make it a point. If I'm going to use a particular art and modify it, it's in a satirical sense. Um, so that's why morally I felt no problem doing so. That changes as of today with this AI bullshit uh, being put out there and artists not getting their due. I am now making a pledge to Charlie and everybody watching the show and listening to the show a week later. Any art that we reference in any of our custom art, we will reference the source Always. I'm making that vow. It doesn't mean extra work for me, a little bit less sleep. Yep, but fuck it. Because we use it for our purposes to let the good people out there know what we are up to on any one given week. So any art that we reference in our episode art, I am going to give credit where credit's due. I'm going to reference the source and the artist if that information is available. Source is always available, um, but the artist as well as... I am going to make it a point to reference as well. They did the hard work, even though Charlie and I are never, never financially um, benefiting from this show. As you know, we're always Quite the opposite. free. Yeah, no, it costs us money. Um, but yeah, we never charge for our services to you, the good people. Um, that being said, we're not taking money out of any of these people's mouths. Uh, money goes in the mouth? No. Nah. Food goes in the, in the mouth, money in the pocket. Um, even though we're not taking anything away from them, they still deserve the credit for the art that they produce. So I'm going to start doing that effective right now. Look at you. Um, that's are you AI? To, promise this you. change of morals is freaking me out. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, no. Um, in any case, in any case. So little heated there, but that was entirely okay. Facebook because we froze up like a champ, but that's okay. I think too. I did okay not being too mad. Well, was the normal amount of mad. You're you're a typical a typical amount of mad, but that. What the hell? What's the matter? Are you freezing up on me? Uh, yeah. You're coming through on my end, little okay? A little bit. You got too many bit. too many browsers running, or the AI is coming after you. The AI the did, it. did not like our subject. Say, you. How about this, father mucker? 
Um, but that uh, again, that that all being said, putting that to bed, Charlie, there are some uh, there's some other things going on in the world right now as like well. socio political shit. Ch- Charlie, stuff that matters, votes and the the it's, it's, Senate. It's, it's not all no. It's not not a uh, not a. Do we want to go real heavy political? N- not a prequel Star Wars flick. Um, sometimes the good good comes through. Sometimes the good good that you are not expecting. I refuse to believe that. It's the hardest, bro. I nah. in no way was expecting a renaissance of one of my most beloved childhood memories to fucking burst forward. Onto the front page of my newsfeed, but that is exactly what has happened. Charlie, boy, I know you are just a young pup, young gun, but do you have any recollection of the animated Dungeons and Dragons from 1980-some? The only Dungeons and Dragons I know of stars a Wayne's brother. That is grossly grossly unfortunate i'm so it's not even very, my favorite very sorry how sorry, could Marlin. it be how could it be oh it's not your favorite uh wayne's brother wayne's brother i understand yeah because damon's my favorite look i'm gonna get you sucker is forever on my mind so you know that that's um so you're sticking with keenan ivory your choices let's are talk about choices. the wayne's brothers to finish the show and not at um, all what you want to talk about. Maybe maybe next week. But the Dungeons & Dragons uh, cartoon, Charlie, is one of my, sincerely, one of my absolute favorite memories growing up in the 80s. Um, it was just just wonderful. Just wonderful. My only memory of Dungeons & Dragons is the fucking cool, like, ginger <sighs> unicorn. Just because he had, like, a great head of hair on him, <laughs> rocking an Eddie Guerrero-style mullet in bright red. Solid, just a good look. You ain't lying. Um, so I I clearly have angered the AI gods over here because my computer. Yeah, you're you're fighting me. You're coming. You're coming through audio fine, but you are frozen in the most expressive. Mm -hmm. You're doing like a full Bill S. Preston Esquire pose. Enjoy that. Enjoy that, good people. So Charlie, do me a favor, cut in on me. Um, if my audio gets any messed up, because we'll do messed up, because my visuals are fucked right now. Um, but that all being said, um, the good news that has dropped for me is that my amazing '80s memory has gotten new life. And I'm not talking about the Chris Pine Wonder Woman rape me. I need something new to do with my life. A uh, version that's coming to the big screen. Which uh, looks just shortly. Awful. I mean, it doesn't look great. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But don't hold that against the D&D folks because the straight-up cartoon that I remember and you guys need to familiarize yourself with right quick is coming to the four-color funny books. We are getting a limited yeah, run. We are getting, I mean, just the... Oh, John's gone. Uh, so I'm going to take over... Just like Gargoyles before it, I am so happy that we're living in a world where these cartoons from our childhood are able to find a second life. I'm going to send an invite to John's phone, but in the chat, is there anybody who particularly has an old school cartoon 
that they want to see come back in the four color funny book format because it's one thing to imagine it as a live action movie it's one thing to imagine as a new cartoon when they rebooted animaniacs i was there day one ready to go <coughs> excuse me can't mute because i'm the only one on there's something to be said about this you know the the member berries right when we talk nostalgia it's not all bad right because a lot of these projects we miss a lot of these projects we want back in our lives for me you know dungeons and dragons is one of those things that hasn't resonated with me yet but i want it to you know watching stranger things watching my friends play campaigns online or in person i've always been incredibly jealous of Dungeons and Dragons as a whole. For me, it's bridging that gap and wanting a reason to love the baseline lore. So Ellis in the chat is saying that most of the cartoons of our past are already comic books. I don't know if it's, I don't know. I, 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 I would like to believe that we live in a world where every good idea has had at least a few issues. Uh, because I do think comic book format lends itself so well. Um, Exo Squad is exactly the one that came into mind. Exo Squad is a property, like Dungeons and Dragons, I imagine, that can grow with its audience. Little 12-year-old me versus 37-year-old me has much different desires for Exo Squad. Exo Squad should almost be like the best Terminator movie now. <coughs> Alice, you'd be the only one that rocked Gem and the Holograms as the cartoon you wanted. He's back! Ooh. And better than ever, John. I took the conversation to a weird place. because I was You took it to this. a weird place. I just have to fight my vacuum cleaner because the AI is so furious at me. And the worst part is, I didn't even bring up the topic. I said, Charlie, I, I hate to admit this. I threw you directly under the bus. You can expect the robots to be there in about 10 minutes. Squiddies? <laughs> Matrix? Handle your business. Sorry about that, guys. My computer John, decided what to I was, take what I was, the night off. What I was talking to the beautiful people about yes. was these cartoons that live their lives. Yes. When they have this opportunity to transition into a comic book, what's great is it's a it's it can speak to that original audience of course in a much different way so ellis brought up my it's a personal continuation of the story that you were my so dream in. my dream before you you walk me through dungeons again yeah but ellis brought it up was exo squad exo squad oh, was brutal yeah. and badass when i was 12 at 37 i can finally get that like terminator film i've been desperate for ever since t2 you can up the violence you can up the consequences. So the, the what I want to yeah, ask you, you before you kind of... You no longer have toys to, to worry about selling anymore. Exactly. Before I let you redirect the topic to the direction you want, I'm really curious, is that what you're hoping the comic book does? Do you want it to up the ante to something more appropriate for you now? Or do you literally want to roll with those member berries and you want to be plopped in? It's a new episode, same show... 
New Week. Well, the the way that it was described uh, online to me was that this was in essence like this was in lo- a lost episode in long form, which I which just tickled me in the, all the best places because that's ultimately what I want. That this is my Charlie version coming through saying more, 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 give me more. Oh, Joker stream joining us over from Twitch. Charlie fighting me for the comment, but I'll let that go. Joker, what's up, brother? Better late than never. Um, but look, the bottom line is, yeah, I want that. I want that familiarity. I don't want to see my, you know, I don't want to see my my lineup uh, showing up. Even my even like you said, the ginger unicorn. I don't want to be like, oh, we got all new costumes. No, 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 you did not. I want to see the bad guy with one uh, horn. I want to see little tiny baby barbarians. Like, I, I want it the way I want it. It needs to have that level of familiarity, like slipping into a warm tubby and the bubbles are just up to your nostrils and you know, I should probably shut the water off, but I'm going to let it run a little while longer. That's what I want. However, I would not be opposed to higher stakes right because that that's the one thing is and granted we were kids like this was intended for for children viewing um you don't want to be knocking people off right and left fucking gi joe shot lasers uh with less accuracy than any stormtrooper ever thought about um because like look we can't kill anybody you want to blow up an f-14 tomcat fine you want to shoot down a cobra hiss tank they're the coolest looking vehicle of all time but yeah go ahead and blow it up but you're always going to see the person survive. They made that a point. When when uh, Larry Hammer came out with the G.I. Joe... Uh, uh, Hammer, not Hammer. Uh, with the G.I. Joe cartoon, there were people getting got, right? So you as a little kid are loving that, that G.I. Joe comic format, but like, then you also have to sit back and say, did they, did they just shoot my G.I. Joe figure through the heart? And now I cannot play with that figure anymore. Uh, that's Transformers bag. You can't do it to GI Joe figures. Yes, you can. And Larry did. Um, but even even Optimus came back from the dead, so it was it was fine. I gotta tell you, much like Joker Stream surviving his foot assault, <laughs> I never had a problem with characters getting murked because they just had a convenient twin brother. Be like I they. They heard stories, so they don't need that awkward phase sure. of getting to know each other. You can just call me Duke again. Make it nice and simple. I've been. John, I already have a score have, on my face. It's fine. It's fine. John, you have about thirty friends who just call me Other John. Yeah, they're just like yeah. John's backup. We're just gonna pretend, Charlie, like we're talking to John. You just got John stung by a bunch is of bees. On your business card, so you you can't can't give anybody any guff. Uh, for saying that, but but I, I Charlie, I know you end up having to carry the topic, uh, and we do appreciate that. Me and my robot friends over here. Um, but let me ask you, like, w- wish list Exo Squad would be your, or is that Ellis's uh, number one on wish list? It was both of us. Um, it was. It's absolutely my number one. The only thing I want Exo Squad to keep though is the idea and the terrible haircuts, because That's that fair. is just. That That's is fair. just just to anchor, uh, just to answer Joker Stream. It was Duke that took the snake through the heart, and I do have to say this: considering the time frame uh, in which this happened, my mind immediately went to Conan the movie, Conan the Barbarian, where his girl took a very similarly a snake arrow to the heart, uh, got pulled out by Arnold. Get it out of you! 
And then it just like turned back to a snake. You're like, oh shit. Serpentor, if you think about it, uh, outside of the corniest co- costume in all of uh, comics, that, that, that costume was terrible. Um, but the concept of a DNA of milkshake of like all the worst fucking people to have lived on Earth at any given moment in history being kind of slurped together to come out with one evil dude to do the most evil shit. Um, that is, that is some frightening, frightening storytelling when they made him look like a golden Michelin man, all of a sudden the teeth were not quite as sharp, but yeah, just to answer the question, Charlie and wrap up the topic, um, my number one wish list, give me a continuation now in 2022 in comic book form something that i had put to bed on the cartoon saturday morning screens silverhawks ah give me a silverhawks resuscitation in the comic book format see charlie is looking at me with some familiarity which i appreciate because he may or may not remember it i know he remembers them dope ass silver hawks toys that i had didn't their ship like light on fire nope you are thinking of gotcha man aka battle of the planets which is fine that's a fine pull but the my, my five seventies teenagers dressed up as birds. They have had new life in comic book format. John, fighting words. So. Fighting words in Oof. the chat. Ellis, how very dare you? Silverhawks are Thundercats. If Thundercats weren't little little kitties, Silverhawks and Thundercats have less in common than the Mets and the Yankees do. You understand? I got Silver one more Hawks, though. Where the real? Well, hold on a second, real, real quick, Charlie, because you are still not in the know. The Silverhawks were all clad in silver. Um, they also, as well as, had very much a bird theme going to them. But Charlie, the Mar- um, the folks at Marvel would probably wax the fucking doorstop meme to it, uh, gift to it, uh, because the Silverhawks were the first, like, whoosh, like they would just make a hand motion over the face and all of a sudden be wearing a dope ass, looking like Boba Fett style mask, but also as well as come out the back of the head. They're just wrist to the hips and all of a sudden they've got uh, wings flying akimbo. Uh, yes, indeed, Joker Stream is right. They were the dopest toys. You give one flick of the legs, and all of a sudden, they've got wings attached to them, Charlie. There's some space guitar legs rocking. They had a dynamite soundtrack. Do yourself a favor after the stream, check out just the Silverhawks opening on YouTube, and uh, you're going to be all in. It is a dynamite, dynamite fun story. And the best part about it for me as a kid in the 80s watching Silverhawks. Only their wings were a little bit flimsy, Ellis. Only their wings, and that's if you were like a little sausage-fingered little dude. Uh, which, look, there were a lot of sausages flying around, Charlie. I'm not looking at you. And the chrome did come off after some very hard playing, which, look, nowadays, what can you really say that not uh, about? But that all being said, again, they were dynamite toys. Love the story mode. But, Charlie, the best part about it for me was... On an episode-by-episode basis, you were getting a different fucking villain. You could not say that about the Transformers. You could not say that about G.I. Joe. You could not say that about He-Man. They were always throwing down with the same people. Thundercats, Mumra. Like, they they, they, they did not have the obvious one-for-one 
villains the Silver Hawks threw down with whoever the hell they needed to. So they're like the Gold Hawks. They were the like Bronze Hawks. Listen, let's the let's, Onyx Hawks. Let's, let's slow down. Let's not let's not try to AI art them. They were the Silver Hawks, Charlie. Do you understand? They were the Silver Hawks, and they always will be. But who they fought with varied every fucking week which was just amazing to me as a little kid where did they come up with this stuff yeah they're 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 adults and they're writers stupid just sit there and watch um however if you were to come to me today and say look we want to bring silverhawks back on a limited basis we've got an eight issue run give me that elevator pitch Ooh, charlie it would be so easy because i would sit there and i'd say oh give me my five little silverhawks give me the bird ah get them ready to go get their ship that actually breaks up into five little baby ships oh i loved it so much and say let's gather up now all the villains charlie give me all the villains give me the rock monsters give me the dragons give me give me everybody we're gonna ooh, we're gonna gather them up in a real nice pile and say hey straight up uh, uh um straight up a uh, uh, super villain style hall of evil bullshit style we're gonna say hey none of us <laughs> yeah your joker stream got a little point destro did a little did a little bit look the bottom the the best that you could do after cobra was zartan and the fucking the the dreadnoughts they ain't shit they ain't shit and even though destro in this day and age would have been traded for a wnba player like at the drop of a hat destro wasn't shit either it was cobra cobra it was just cobra but not the silver hawks the, yeah yeah that's true uh it was a zay zay zaybot and Botzor, like it, it was the two twins' names were it's John the same. and Charlie. <laughs> they were the same name, just spelled backwards. Tomax and Zaymot. There you go. Put that on Jeopardy. Um, however, for my Silver Hawks reboot, take all <coughs> the villains, Charlie. Take them all, gather them up, and let them have a little meeting of the minds and say, you know what? None of us could do shit to mess with the Silver Hawks individually. We're going to now do a team-up. You have that first Silverhawks in space bad guy team-up and have them throw down. You give the Silverhawks the best and greatest challenge that they have ever faced. Fuck it. I don't even care if you kill a little monkey guy up there because um, there was a space, a Silverhawks space monkey involved. Charlie, there's so much good storytelling left on the bone with the Silverhawks. Give it to me. The only drawback, and I mean literally the only drawback would be no theme song. You're not going to have that dope theme song. What uh, if it's the like the Hallmark book. cards? You open the first page, it plays the theme song. That's why I love Charlie so much. It's the beard, uh, it's the zip-up, and it's the fact that he solves problems. It's true. And you can charge like six bucks for that issue. Easy. Right away. The, the finances got to automatically jump in. But that's all I got to say about that, dude. There are so many great stories. And I know we talked about this very briefly. But uh, a month ago, Charlie's answer would have been very simple. Gargoyles. Give me a great comic book series. And look at them now. And they, they, just like everybody else, they stole from the Brothers Rivera. They stole from us. But that's all right. God bless them. Um, I'm Next gonna on deck, comics. I'm going to have my fingies crossed. For a little reboot action. How great would that cell shaded art look? Oh, straight whoop, up reboot. I was like, reboot, reboot bitch. of what? What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? No, I, I think I think fucking there's so many oh, Hell, Charlie. I'll allow SWAT cats. Charlie Let's make this with, shit happen. 
with your millennial fucking bullshit. Ugh, just just coming to a to a fucking gunfight with a a switchblade knife. But I love you, so I'm gonna let it go. That's all I really have to say about it. So well, Charlie, I appreciate. We said a lot. We said a lot. My computer didn't give a shit. He said I'm turning off. I need a break. It's my 15. I'm taking my break. But that's okay with me. Do us all your a favor. Your computer's Charlie. a sassy. It, sassy it really leg. is. It really, really is. Just tell the good folks how we take out every show. Would you? Well, John, it's the holiday season, and the holiday season is about giving. So we're going to end our show the same way we end it, week after week. We're going to thank you for your love and support, but first, we're going to turn that power on. Then we're going to turn the volume up. Then we're going to tune Bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. See, Miss Space Girl, we are.